Hey friends, do you know that we have data science that proves that you're more likely to be successful on Azure if you start at the Azure Quick Start Center? This insight is one of the reasons that new users are encouraged to use that center after signup. Lisa Cohen is here to show me how your feedback and data science drives this and many other improvements in Azure today on Azure Friday. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hansman and it's Azure Friday. I'm here with Lisa Cohen, who's gonna teach me all about how data science can help us use Azure. How are you? I'm great, thanks for having me, Scott. Yeah, so I understand that there's real science behind how I can be successful on Azure. You know, I, I just thought good user interface designers decide where to put buttons and good document writers write good documents and then I'm successful. It's a little more, a little more complicated than that though. Well, they're all a part of the puzzle. Those are certainly all key pieces. And, you know, we design these features with those end-to-end -end scenarios in mind. And then data science is another tool that we get to use to see, you know, what is working, what's not. And so we can continue to learn and evolve our approaches. Mm -hmm. And I understand that you had a slide that has an interesting chart that talks about my success, which I hadn't really thought about before. Yep, that's right. And so, you know, we like to say that our customer success is our success. And so that's really what we focus on. And so um, whether it's tracking those inflection points, seeing what's having um, the impact, determining root causes. And, you know, as we do that analysis, of course, as we identify that, we, we want to go ahead and act on the information we learn. And so that can come in the form of product changes. It can be content that we um, create to, to help as well or other programs that kind of support the overall user experience. Mm -hmm. And finding those root causes are really, really important. I mean, there's this funnel of success as you move forward and it's like, you know, that button's too small or that wording is not clear. And any one of those things could knock me off my path for success. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, you know, that involves root cause analysis, um, sometimes experimentation. When we make the change, we want to see if that was actually truly what what caused the difference. Um, it also requires having a pretty holistic view of all the different factors involved so we can attribute it to them appropriately. That holistic view thing is a really interesting point because you know we, we know that there's all these little individual products, little silos of Azure, but they're really just building bricks that we use to build larger systems. And when you start building a large system based on 40 sub products, it can get pretty complicated. Absolutely. And so the, the data platform that we build behind this is a key aspect of that experience. And one nice thing is that we have been able to leverage a number of Azure technologies through this to use them mm -hmm. ourselves as well, whether that's the data sources that we bring together, um, the machine learning models we'll get to discuss a bit as well, um, where we get to use Azure Data Factory and Azure Data Lake, um, Azure data Lake services. Um, or, you know, in data governance, we get to use Purview for our data dictionary, um, and then further Microsoft technologies in terms of our distribution channels as well. Interesting. Building on Azure to make people successful with Azure. Exactly. You got it. And I understand that the Quick Start Center is really important. We actually did another video about that before because you want people to be successful early on, because if that zero to 10 miles an hour isn't successful, then they're never going to get up to speed. Yeah, let's go ahead and dive into that. So Quick Start Center, fun story behind that is that Aisha, who had the idea for this feature, actually was originally a data scientist at the time. And she was looking at that challenge that users were having after they sign up to get going. And so that's where this idea came to life. Um, and so a number of great resources here in terms of templates, getting started guides, content. And so as you mentioned earlier, as soon as you finish your sign up for, on Azure.com, um, you will be directed to this page because we have found that um, it does help users with that first step. 
Um, otherwise, if you want to find it at any point in time, you can just go to the portal, um, search for it, um, or on your homepage, you'll notice this little link down here. Okay, cool. Great. And I, you know, I know Leon's been on the show as well. A lot of great experimentation that's gone on across the portals. It's been simplified um, over different iterations. I was just going to call out the Azure mobile app, which I think you featured as well. And, you know, in terms of what we see in the adoption, we find that's particularly been valuable for users as they expand the number of subscriptions that they're using, their workloads. And so super handy to have it right there on your phone where you can make quick changes on the go. Yeah, I use the Azure mobile app all the time, particularly uh, recently they added uh, charts so I can actually see my website charts while on the go, which is pretty slick. Awesome. Well, as an Azure user, another website that you certainly use frequently is azure.com. And so that's another place where we get to do experimentation. And they often talk about the surprising power of online experiments. So seemingly small changes can make a pretty big impact. One example there is just the aspect wherever you go on this site, you'll always be able to access this free account link to get started here um, as you navigate around. And the free account link itself um, brings you to learn about the Azure free trial services. And so beyond experimenting with the page, we've been able to evolve that offer itself over time to see what's most useful for users. So whereas we had originally started with this $200 credit for 30 days, there's now 12 months of free services. And that's been there for some time. But the free services do continue to evolve um, as new services become available. We see what users are leveraging most. Um, and so you can always take a look at the current list down here as well. Slick. This is it is a lot more simple than I remember it being. Uh, in the past, I have I can admit, even though I work for the company, that I have been a little bit overwhelmed. But things are getting more, I don't know, like less overwhelming, more welcoming, and I feel like I'm being led along a, a path to success. Great. Yeah. There's um you know there's three different key ways we think of in terms of um, getting Azure, whether that's through these subscriptions available on Azure.com itself, um, working with a partner or working you know, as a larger corporation, getting an enterprise agreement, working with the Microsoft field. And so uh, while we use data science across all those today, you know, we're focusing on things that you and the end user um, directly access yourself. And so there are a number of these offers here for specific types of scenarios um, as a developer, um, startup, et cetera. And so one that I do want to call out for our users, if there are any students tuning in, is the Azure for Students offer, which has been great to have this $100 credit um, over 12 months with no credit card required to make it um, particularly accessible to students. So the team has been able to leverage um, data throughout the evolution of this offer to streamline that sign-up process for the students. And um, just knowing the student um, you know, usage patterns throughout the academic year has also been able to add a renewal. Folks may not be aware, aware of you're typically a student for more than one year so that you can actually renew that at the end of your first year as well. Slick. Great. Well, finally, beyond the Azure subscriptions itself, you know, another um, part of your overall Azure portfolio that you'd want to download is a number of the VMs, um, services available through the Azure Marketplace, whether offered from Microsoft or from our partners. And so you can access this on azuremarketplace.com, um, or ultimately, as you transact, you'll come through the portal where you can also search for Marketplace up here in the search tab. And so team here uses data to 
um, of all of the, the flow and layout um, categories here. Um, and also we saw that, you know, when, when people get these offers, you know, there's a funnel there in terms of your acquisition and those that have the best experience um, are typically using offers that have great documentation up front, um, plan details up front, and so continue to update those so that you have all the information you need to get started. And then I often think about support is really a key aspect of that overall experience. And support, of course, is a general term, um, includes even things like Azure Fridays, you know, helping, helping learn about the services available, um, as well as a number of other community forums, um, documentation, learn. Um, there are support plans that you can access as well, um, different levels here. And so we do use data science with our support team to be able to predict with those cases, which are you know, blocking urgent issues for users. Um, and so that can help prioritize and create um, quick actions for the support engineers to engage um, and, and maximize those communications that they have with you mm -hmm. as well. Um, and then we also take a look at the support cases um, through natural language processing and identify what are those top topics that keep emerging so that we can actually solve that problem more upstream and make changes in the user experience. And so we certainly prioritize um, any issues we might see that come through there that we can solve once and for all. That's a really great point. If someone has to call support, but you can fix it by changing something, like you said, way upstream, whether it be in docs or in the portal itself, it saves everyone time. Absolutely. Great. And then, you know, we also mentioned tools here that you can use yourself um, to unblock and use data with your own solution. I know there was a show on Advisor showing the different cost recommendations, um, security policies um, to implement. Of course, there's cost management um, through the portal where you can actually forecast the cost for, for your subscription um, and make changes to optimize there. Um, and then before you even get started here on Azure.com using the pricing calculator. So those are a few key key features available where you can use data on, on your subscriptions too. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, I wanted to end with documentation. I, I think we just continue to find that throughout the user experience, whether it's signing up, first getting started, or as you expand the depth and breadth of Azure services you engage with, um, the users that use documentation consistently achieve greater success um, with their migration um, and expansion in the cloud. And so, of course, um, definitely advocate using this wherever possible. Um, and on the data science side, we've been trying to make it more accessible as there's millions of documents across a wide variety of products, levels. And so um, here in Azure, in the search, we actually use Azure Search, which you have available through Cognitive Services as well. And then here at the bottom, um, you'll start to notice there's related content. This is powered through machine learning as well to identify related topics that, um, that often get visited with this topic. And lastly, another scenario we have, um, we love all the feedback that comes through here. Um, definitely a, a great volume. And so we use clustering techniques in order to categorize these. Um, for example, if there's a broken link category, um, sample code that needs to be updated, localization that could be improved. And so that helps us just rapidly route that to the appropriate team that can act on it most quickly. Very cool. Now, you know, we need to do, you and I, Lisa, is we need to have a follow-up to find out how many, how much more successful you can be when you watch Azure Friday. Love that. Fantastic. Well, it's really good that you're using data science to make me more successful. I know that we're going to include links in the show notes because the, you all at data science at Microsoft have a blog on Medium. 
uh, and we can learn more about all the different work that's being done holistically throughout all of the Azure uh, product line to make folks successful. Sounds great. Yeah, join us there to learn more about the techniques, the code, everything that we use behind the scenes. All right. I am learning today all about how data science can help make me and you successful today on Azure Friday. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Azure Friday. Now I need you to like it, comment on it, tell your friends, retweet it. Watch more Azure Friday.